Hello and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers try and watch every single Asylum film ever produced. We're your hosts, Benjamin. And John. And today we're introducing a new special guest, my dad. Hi. And my dad. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, so you just watched the film Evil Eyes. Yes, I did. What do you think? Um, I thought it was it was um, kind of entertaining. Like I didn't actually get bored, even though it was bad. So that was good. And um, and uh, and you picked a good one for me. You were mentioning, like you you were curious if I wanted to watch something like this, and I was like, uh, I'm not sure. And then it's like, supposedly there would be some shining relation, and uh, although that didn't really happen that much, I still had fun watching the movie. For me, this was, um, it reminded me a lot of uh, the movie we did a couple episodes ago uh, called King of the Ants, where it's an indie film that is by not the typical Asylum crew, so it's slightly more competent than your uh, typical Asylum film. It's almost a, a decent indie film. Almost. Uh, but but almost it it just kind of goes off the rails a little bit towards the end so um so yeah but yeah i i I enjoyed it i had fun and i thought there were a couple decent moments in here um there was there's actually one actual scare in this movie that which i'll I'll bring up when we get there um it's but yeah it was interesting i don't know what's your general experience with the asylum dad Oh, nothing. I mean, this is the first one I've ever watched. Well, now you've seen some of the other uh, sort of Asylum-esque films. Have I? Yeah, yeah. Um, Have you seen Avalanche. Sharknado? Or... Oh, but I didn't sit through Sharknado. I, <laughs> I, I, I just... those the, That era uh, really depressed me because it was just so like, oh, we're making bad movies on purpose kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just didn't get into it at all. Yeah, uh, the worst... Depressing. The worst part about that really was, I don't know, they make Sharknado and then the next film is like serious, basically. So yeah. they're, they're sort of, you know, like, hey, look dream. how ironic we are. But yeah. then at the same time, you know, they're... Look at us. Yeah. And and was that was like after Snakes on a Plane, right? Oh, yeah. That's a hundred movies later. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane was sort of the first little breakout, like, you know, hey, let's rip off a more a popular movie. Yeah. Um, and let's sort of you know get a little reputation going with that but yeah i think that's i think that is was their first like internet meme breakthrough film yeah yeah so i i don't have too much experience with these um i can kind of like like how you guys talked about it to me was asylum movies are all basically inferior versions of other things more or less yeah um these older, older asylum films, they didn't tend to do that so much, though they still did a bit, for sure, 100%. Yeah, these initial asylum films are from this sort of like awkward adolescent period where they're kind of trying to figure out what they're going to be. Um, so they're kind of trying different things before they just settle on ripping off blockbusters and making uh, uh, CGI shark movies. I was kind of excited that... Uh, um that uh alec uh that it wasn't alec baldwin but alan oh, yeah. baldwin no relation I, I i i was curious but turns out no relation to the other baldwins although there was a baldwin brother in king of the ants the one i i mentioned uh, uh that we did a couple episodes ago so <laughs> uh yeah so evil eyes is sort of a i don't know kind of continuation of sort of indie asylum 
um they still got some sort of i don't know somewhat famous actors uh yeah well i i don't remember their names <laughs> i don't remember any of their names but all of these people are actual actors like i i looked them up from imdb afterwards and oh yeah they've all been in other things they're all like competent you know actors so what, alan baldwin was the writer right uh no he was the he was the star yeah he was a uh, jf oh you mean the uh, the filmmaker i mean oh the um, main guy he was the main guy right? yeah he was the yeah. main guy yes that guy, oh, and, nice. and, I'm the sorry. Guy, I got. I got very confused. I think I'm with the actual director. Of the film. Yeah, I like no, the no, actual I, I meant that he played the uh, the screenwriter. In- inspiration by going to live in a the house protag- where somebody got killed. You the know, protagonist. Typical writer activity. Adam know. Baldwin. That's his name. I'm looking it up Adam, now. Yeah. There's he, there's, um, a, he had a, there's a whole he's had a, of uh, Baldwin brothers. Yeah. He well, he's not one of the Baldwin brothers. Mm. Um, he, uh, but he's had a bunch of minor roles. He had a minor role in Full Metal Jacket and a oh. minor role in Independence Day and Serenity um, and a bunch of other stuff. I'm looking at, yeah, he's been in like a bunch of stuff, but mostly just like minor roles. Yeah. Well, um, guesswork on the X Files, you know, just little bits here and there. He was pretty irritating to watch for like an hour and a half, actually. I mean, yeah. I, I got really tired of looking at him. He, he's listening to him. He's got a very expressiveless face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it was really funny when when I was supposed to care that he was getting jealous later in the movie. That he was... looks so. He looks bored. He just looks. Yeah. So... <laughs> what? All right. I guess we should get into the film proper yeah, now. Then. Yeah. All right. So the movie starts off with a sort of a series of grisly deaths in a uh, small house. Uh, we see a woman, I guess, uh, being electrocuted by a toaster. A man who got, I guess, axed in the back of his throat or something. Neck, rather. And then a woman who's killed by an axe-wielding man. <laughs> you know, a la Shining. After that sort of series of uh, events, I think someone got, like, pour, he pours <laughs> gasoline on himself at the end and kills himself. Oh, yeah, the gasoline thing. Yeah. And then we get to see that. And then yeah, 35 years later. 35 years later. Um... <laughs> It reminds me of, the, of that uh, Mystery Science Theater uh, uh, final sacrifice where you get, like, one scene and then suddenly it's 12 years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 35 um, years later. By the way, I, I want to bring this up. So based on when this movie came out, 35 years earlier would have placed this at, like, 1969. Oh, wow. Do any of those people look like they're from the 60s? No. Do they look no. or sound anything like they're from the 60s? No, no. Oh, my God. So this movie came out that long ago? Like, well, it's like... 2004. 2004 is when this movie came the, out. So. so, like, 35 years ago. Well, that would make it 19... Time. Oh, yeah, 1969. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Did yeah. they have VH, eight, uh, VHS tapes back then? No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have VHS in 1969. That's that's absolutely idiotic. They just should have said 25 years or something. Well, also, I mean, none of those people look like they're they're not dressed or no, they sound anything at all. Like they're from the 60s. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, they, not, nobody seems to come from anywhere except like sort of vaguely Los Angeles. Although the neighborhood shots were fun in this movie. It was kind of like yeah, it, it looks was, like they're it looks like they're in like Silver Lake or something. Yeah, 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 house. exactly. Got, it really it's got does. A hilly yeah. car- character to yeah. it it's got like those charming old houses mm-hmm. i thought so too that was that was um that was weird every time they got outside it was like oh yeah this is in a real place <laughs> nothing yeah. real is happening but you know, <laughs> it's in a real place anyway the um, people are, are are questionably <laughs> real you know. yeah after this uh sort of 
35 years later, um, <laughs> we see yeah, uh, we see a man named Jeff uh, who just got back from a baseball game in quotation marks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, the baseball games where hardly anyone was playing. It's. I think. I think in that opening shot, it's literally just them, like, like someone taps on the fence and be like, "Hey, you coming?" And literally, you just see like it's just a bunch of people throwing the ball like back and forth, just like just playing catch with with the ball before they finally set up. Um, wow, it's happening. But yeah, for some reason, this is this is the entirety of this man's like social circle. It's like he's a Hollywood screenwriter, and for some reason, this this little baseball, you know. Uh, uh, you know, amateur baseball team is like a huge part of his social yeah, life. Yeah. Um, speaking of his Hollywood job, um, he's currently on the phone talking to his, I guess, publisher or someone. His agent, agent right? Bob. Um, who's <laughs> he? Who he hates, presumably. Bob, one one of the more expressive characters in this movie. <laughs> he's got like long hair, and he's he, he he's got he, he nails he apps. I will give him the actor credit. He nails the like Hollywood douchebag agent, <laughs> oh, like, sure. you know look. He and and st- he he absolutely he sold me on it. <laughs> yeah, so he eventually heads home uh, to his wife Tree, who. Um, <laughs> They have some sort of rem- they're, so they're like the tree, um, the wife. <laughs> yeah, it's wife the tree. <laughs> yeah, um, he gets a call from um, oh she tells him he got a call from a man named George Truman who is a publisher who I guess uh, once uh, his work was George the weird. Euro trash guy. He was the, he was the guy with the German. <laughs> yeah, act. No, he was the guy with the weird German. I mean, accent. it was yeah. vaguely Central European something or other. It was it was not. Well, consistent, I, I, I looked you know. it up. I, yeah, he yeah, is German. It wasn't very consistent. He is German. Oh, okay. I, I looked it up. He that guy is German, <laughs> and he's and he's he's played mainly like vampires. <laughs> um, well, of course. Yes, yeah, so he eventually meets up with him the next day, um, and he's very foreign. He's probably- also, probably my favorite thing about this movie actually is his oh, performance because it's just, he was so much it's fun. So yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so stupid. It, it's it's like um, the the investors are, are very interested. Yeah. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> if you want to interrupt, you want to, we wouldn't want to make the investors sad. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you expect you expect like you come in and he's like. He's just um, dusting off the pentagram, you know. But uh, <laughs> oh, come on in! Oh, oh, very interesting script, you know. Like... He has like a very small office with only like one secretary <laughs> who's got like really heavy makeup on, like almost like almost on the level of a goth, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, no, I love the I, I I like I like the premise actually. I like the actor and I like the premise of like a weird, a weird Hollywood publisher guy who's just there yeah. yeah so he wants him to write about a um an event the, the event 35 years ago that we saw at the beginning of the film which was by a director named graham uh who apparently murdered his wife's family as well as the wife herself um he gets an idea for a david lynch-esque book he says or lynchian rather Lynchian and um, of course george knows <laughs> george doesn't understand this at all he's Not like really what Lynchian, what is what are you but... talking about you know Lynch, David Lynch. <laughs> oh yes, Lynch. I see. 
Um, to be fair, George George appears to be a man out of time. Yeah. So I mean, I could understand him not being you know up with the cool kids. Yeah. And to help in his research, he also is given like um, a VHS tape as well as a series of like newspaper scraps of the event. They call Graham an angel of death. Um, later, he then eventually gets a call from uh, Nina, uh, which I don't know who she is—a friend or like a someone. She. She's someone who's fascinated with real life, uh, 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 cr- like like real oh, uh, true crime, uh, crime yeah, true stories. Crime. True crime. Thank you. True, true crime. Um, uh, she. I don't know if she's a screenwriter or like uh, a publisher of some sort, but she's just someone who's fascinated with true crime. So I think Jeff just brings her in because true crime is not Jeff's specialty at all. So he's just like. Uh, let me throw this to Nina and, you know, see see if she can give me any pointers. So they then check out the uh, murder house as they sort of examine what happened. And then he eventually invites her to dinner. The murder house, of course, ha- hasn't been, you know, rent- nothing's changed. Yeah, in, in the past 35, 35 years. years nothing's you know? changed. There's furniture there. It's like, and it's like modern furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they, like, like the house is in okay shape. Yeah. Like, yeah, what for, are we for doing? a house that's been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's a it's a it's a somewhat dingy bungalow, but otherwise it's like for something that's been abandoned for thirty five years, it's in pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I it's guess an it, it's an Airbnb. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess they couldn't sell it because of the murder. Like if this like was that. actually L.A., that's yeah. what it would be. Looking at pictures of Airbnb, I thought surely someone has done something where the photos of the place they're trying to advertise is like a torture dungeon or something, mm, and all the shots. Well, like you know, it's definitely possible. <laughs> um. So she comes over Check for dinner. Out the views. <laughs> <laughs> she comes over to dinner later. Um. And there's like so much sexual tension between uh, him, the wife, and her. Oh yeah. A lot, lots of meaningful glances. Meaningful. Some real acting. They had, they're <laughs> drinking wine. I, I find so after they had dinner, uh, Tree says, "I'll go make some coffee," even though they're currently drinking wine. Yep. Um. She really make the coffee for herself. Yeah, I guess so. Um, he shows her the tape um, that apparently the actress inside of it uh, later then died to the the same event where she died in the film. So she get she was killed in like a car crash, I suppose, right? And then she gets and then he's talking about how she got killed later. This part I don't remember. If I'm being okay. honest, <laughs> it's just me then. Yeah, she's she's real interested. I guess in this sort of mystery, they only kind of touch on it. I, I now I'm starting to remember what you're talking about, but yeah, they only briefly touch on it. It's like, oh wow, there was this other death that happened just before the big murder. Yeah, um, she gets he the tree goes to bed and he and her get drunk, and it's brilliant drunk acting by the way, like stellar drunk acting. <laughs> it's like it's like giggling a lot of. It's very and Jeff just being like, just just being like, uh, the, you take the couch, just d- d- don't don't go. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. yeah. Eventually, she decides to leave, and um, he's he starts writing about her, um, in the she's just driving drunk. Yeah, yeah. She's also yeah, she is driving drunk. That's a good point. That's yeah, yeah. Tree is messed up, right? Oh wait, this is Nina. This, yeah, is yeah, this is Nina. Oh, that's right. Nina Nina is doomed. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, he starts writing about her and as like the first chapter and um, mimicking the same events, I guess, because he's trying to write a story about um, Graham about the true, yeah, yeah, yeah. the true, to true events. So he writes that she's going to get impaled by like a um, metal <laughs> spike, and her car is going to crash. And surprise, surprise, it does, and she gets killed. To Nina, yeah. Well, he definitely caused that. I mean, what? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really like uh, it's set up really stupid too, because like she tries to light a cigarette and she drops her lighter on the floor, and so she like while like speeding down the road, like leans down to pick it up, and then crashes. The spike is through her her stomach, and then another car crashes into her. Oh, God. Um, that reminds me of the stupidest death in the movie, which was the guy poking his eye into the drill. You well, know? We'll get to that. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. No, but yeah, it's so forced. It's so forced. Well, you you get to see it like um, preordained and then happen twice. So it's just like uh, yes, it was like it was even worse the second time. But yeah, the same thing with the I don't know the spike through the thing, uh, spike through the head thing. You know, it's just like eh, seen it. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So after she dies, he's basically distraught. Um, what's weird is that he runs to the hostel and um, she he rushes. He somehow knows where she somehow is. Somehow he knows exactly where he, she <laughs> and is. And then he rushes, yes. but her, then her head's decapitated. Yeah, how did that how happen? Did that <laughs> it's beautifully decapitated, too. Like, the angle of it is really weird. Table. Yeah, yeah. That, the angle is so yeah. weird. It, it, makes, it really doesn't make much sense. No, it, it's... it's um... Because, like, the head is, like, lying, like, not on a pillow, and, like, the neck is sort of jutting. Like, the, the way it's severed, it's, like, it's jutting out at a weird angle. Like, it, it really, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> this is, like, morgue arrangement sort of, like, skills here, you know? It's, like... And the and the and well, this the nurse really two like, bodies. This is more like one body that is comes in. And this two is and parts, this is just you know? lying out in open sight because yeah. like the nurse oh, was like standing God. in front two so times. that she can move yeah. so we can have the the big surprise like jump scare that like walks up to Jeff is like, hey, you can't be here. Oh, it's yeah. like, why is this out? Two, in the two times he just walks right in. You know, it was so stupid. It was like it was like he doesn't. There's no one there. He just like. Stomp, 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 stomp. Whoa, dead body. <laughs> you know, ah. um, yeah, jump, jump scare. Yeah, and then we got flashback to that same moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's distraught after this event, and he he basically oh, doesn't want to stop. Oh, which one of my favorite writing. things where it's like it goes it goes to black, and then you hear a set of of uh, messages on his phone, and one of them is from one of his baseball buddies going, "Hey, come on, man! I know it's been it's been three weeks. Come on, it's time to move past yeah, this." Yeah, that was great. And then we get a call from, and then one of the calls is from George, who is asking like, like Jeff, like how 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 is the screen how is the yeah. screenplay moving along? <laughs> So he, the investors, the investors are getting very nervous, Jeff. Yeah. Um. He eventually goes with an air talk with George, um, who wants him to make the book more darker, have more violent, gruesome deaths. More this gruesome more, deaths. More, this, more gruesome deaths. He demands. There needs to be more, more gore. More blood. More gore. He demands more blood. More gore. <laughs> more blood. He demands his book have more babes, boobs, and blood. That's right. So. Babes, boobs, and blood. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Uh, at least once once a podcast um see it's he eventually heads back home he's trying to start writing up the book again after three weeks um and 
suddenly gets a knock at the door and a mystery mysterious uh shadow man uh froze a vhs basically in an envelope at the uh, base of the door i guess this could be george as well <laughs> no it's too skinny to be it's george one of, it's one of his minions definitely it's a ghost yeah. i'm scared with yeah, a ghost. Uh, that one. Uh, so it's an vhs tape that um has a series of uh graham um sort of the director yeah. from 35 years ago <laughs> um these are the uh one, this person got killed on set um trying to i guess fix a light bulb <laughs> during a bizarre yeah he's on like a ladder it's a it's a weirdly set up accident because there's someone who who screams i think it's graham who screams this is the stupidest shit i've ever seen walks away and then you hear crash and then you oh, look no. around and oh no <laughs> someone call an ambulance but I was looking at going, like, why is it the stupidest shit you've ever seen? Like, I don't get it. It's just someone standing on the ladder. Yeah. Like, it, it's incredibly poorly set up. Yeah. These people um, all have hair triggers. Yeah, Tree is watching this with him, and he's sort of discussing, um, I guess, um, these events, I suppose. Um, he gets an air- one, one more talk with George. Um, I think this is when they first mentioned DreamWorks. How's the script? DreamWorks is very interested <laughs> in Finn's script. What? What, what are you talking about, DreamWorks? <laughs> the DreamWorks thing is, is the best. It just He literally, at some point, he does say, Stephen is very oh interested in the script. I didn't catch that. He I does, yeah, Steven he definitely Spielberg. says that. I know him. <laughs> I know him. Walt Disney loves this stuff. You've got to <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's, he's trying, he's trying to write some more sort of darker events in the book. And then we get a baseball game, of course, in quotation marks, yeah. which I should explain what this baseball game is, which is, uh, four people. <laughs> these, uh, you know, these, um, it's a batter, a pitcher, a catcher, yeah. and a, just random extra in the, and, and the only two people, also, yeah, yeah. the only two, two people watching are, uh, the wife's <laughs> tree right. and, uh, the, the, the poor catcher. wives have to come out and watch this shit. Oh my God. I know. I felt so bad for them. It's like, it's like this, this game is going to involve a lot of walking out to the outfield to collect the ball that got hit. You know, it's like, it's like, okay, hang on. Walk, 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 walk. I got the baseball. Walk, 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 All right, another pitch. You know, crack. All right, now walk, 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 walk. He definitely. That's not a good baseball instead of baseball at all. You know. He also definitely gets way more than four strikes during that scene. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So he eventually hits the ball, man. Yeah. he then eventually hits the ball, and they sort of fake out scene there where he runs to catch the ball again. And he starts freaking out because I think he wrote in his book that someone will get killed well, at the baseball well, the f- game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so the fake out, if I recall correctly, because he wrote in the script that, like, you see the word, like, wood and splinters and, like, puncture yeah. and, and such. And so the fake out is that he goes to collect the ball from underneath the bleachers. And the bleachers are made out of wood. Yeah. Which I don't think has been a thing for a long time for bleachers to have wooden seats but uh but whatever it's it's made out of wood so that's the fake out and then he comes back to the field oh we're, we're forgetting the crucial detail um uh uh jeff is mad yeah, at right. his friends and why is that because oh, one of them got a job at dreamworks oh there we go dreamworks and the it was it was the job DreamWorks. 
And it was a job that Jeff had been uh, asking about at the beginning of the yeah, movie right. to his agent right. on the phone. So now he's now he's jealous. Right there. So he eventually so throws the ball, and um, DreamWorks man uh, hits it, and the ball s- and the baseball bat snaps in half, and the two splinters fly at the catcher, um, who gets impaled with them and dies. Uh, not sort of. He doesn't die, but he, he's he, he, has, he has brain damage. This actually really happened to uh, Steve Yeager, and that's the reason why they now wear those um, hanging uh, hanging things off mm. the catcher's mask is because he actually yeah, got the neck, yeah. baseball bits of baseball bat embedded in his neck, and it nearly killed him. Um, the thing is, is that major league pitchers throw like 90 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. guy probably doesn't. So, you know, it's, it's a little less likely to happen, uh, in a everyday pickup, you know, action sort of thing. Uh, specifically to be never. Honest, I, I don't see why these guys aren't using aluminum. I mean, bats. frankly, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's amateur it baseball. Is, they're totally might as fucking well. aluminum level sort of guys, you know? Yeah, definitely. Although, you know, you could, you could use wood bats for the aesthetic. Oh, if you yeah. like, if you yeah, like, it sounds but, you better know. anyway, makes a better sound. Clean. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. For, if you're that amateur, it's not really, it's not even amateur baseball. It's no. four people playing it's together. It's four people playing together, and then uh, most amazingly, people coming to actually sit and watch. Them well, two people. Do that. <laughs> two people. Well, they're fine. Well, they're fine. Yeah. And no one else in Los Angeles wants to play baseball there for some reason. You know, it's like they've got the place to themselves. But that's um, just the way it works. See, they just reserved it ahead of time. See, sort that's of right, the bastards. They're probably paid for it. So he's sort of shooken up from this event, but it doesn't does not detour him in the slightest, and he then moves into the murder house itself. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I, what's the line where he's, he's trying to convince his wife? Oh, I don't remember. It's like it's like it's, it's just be for a short while, just to help my writing. Oh, right. <laughs> the writing. Also, he's right. Is he writing a book or a movie script? Uh, he's writing the movie okay. script. Um. Yeah, so the See, investors are very interested, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. I, there's, yeah. there's now more. There's now more more investors. I think the budget has gone up to five million, yeah. Jeff. But we need more blood. Hey, by the way, this film was one million dollars. This the the production. It's oh, the, this actual yeah. movie, Evil Eyes. Okay, yeah, just a bit absurd. Yeah, a lot. And this it's it's a little birdemic esque where they just keep tacking on like an extra two million, like you yeah. know, like through like you know, it's like oh, the budget's gone up, Jeff. Jeff, the George character actually Jeff. reminds me. I realize who he reminds me of in terms of his right as a written part rather than an acted part. He reminds me of the guy in Ghostbusters two who's trying to get Sigourney <laughs> Weaver to give up her child and and works in the art museum. You could rule the uh, world. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, it's I, like, if I'm being perfectly honest, there were a couple of moments where he reminded me of Tommy Wiseau. Oh, oh that too. Sure. Yep. The accent, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The accent and the weird enunciation yeah. on certain, like the weird, like just kind of the way that certain sentences just got extended out. I, I got a weird Wiseau yeah. vibe from. Yeah, him. it's just, it's just vaguely something or other. You know, not from around here. Yeah, so uh, Jeff and Tree start sort of uh, delving a bit more deeper into the uh, murder. And they f- discover that apparently the baby of the pregnant wife of um, Graham never died or reported never dying. 
So it's sort of a they missing element. To, they, they say something really weird, and maybe this is a real thing, and I don't know, but they're talking about it, and um, they say, like, there's no fetal death certificate. Yeah. And that's how you find out that, that, that the baby survived. Fetal death, death certificate, certificate wasn't a thing. Is that a, yeah. is that no, a no, thing? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure that was 69? Yeah, in 69 it definitely wasn't, you know. Um, well, that explains why there wasn't any. Oh my um, gosh. I'm not sure it's even a thing now, except in like places where they've passed extreme anti-abortion sorts of like things in order to make that a, you know, that's the only reason why people have, you know, like focused on that is, you know, trying to like. It was just a very odd yeah, phrase, it's really like, and it's stupid, used in sort of it's used in the very sort of detectivey sort of yeah. way of like, hmm, where's no fetal that death fetal certificate? Death certificate. <laughs> Damn it! There's gotta be one somewhere. Either that, or it means I don't even know what it means. <laughs> Something's she, happened to that baby. I wonder what happened to that baby. So she then he then gets a call from a new woman who I guess works at DreamWorks. Hi. Yes. I'm at DreamWorks. We want to make a true crime movie. Something that... The sequel to Mouse Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Shrek in quest for revenge. Oh, man. Can you imagine, like, the, 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 the George, like, approached Nathan Lane to talk about Mouse Hunt? Like, there needs to be more love. <laughs> Why is Christopher Walken is only being, being played with him? <laughs> he should be dead. He should be totally dead and bloody. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, Nathan, the, the investors are very interested, but you need to make the Lion King references. They need to die. They, need to die. <laughs> they mouse must die. They mouse must die. Nathan, do you understand? They mouse must die. My favorite thing, too, is that she says, uh, so, oh, yeah, he meets her, um, like, in a hostable. And so she's like, oh, you're Jeff, the author. You know, the famous author, oh, Jeff. Yes. The author. I've heard a lot about you. Jeff, the author. George, George so has told me a lot about you. Jeff. You know, Sounds like Jeff, you've got an amazing author. script coming along. <laughs> yeah, somehow everyone in Hall- everyone he meets knows about his uh, script. You know, the famous, uh, the famous word... author and script writer, Jeff. <laughs> that famous script. I um, heard you were going to work for DreamWorks. I'm not. <laughs> By the way, by the way, it can it just get a little tangent. There was no way that like a Hollywood uh, associated murderer went thirty five years without a movie being made about yeah, him. There's nothing that Hollywood loves more than sucking its own no, dick. Totally so no. I mean, like, come on, like someone made a movie about this guy or a documentary or like a, a TV series, something. Yeah. So he eventually meets up with her um, at her like um, studio or office, I guess. Um, and so she, he's talking and she's like, oh, DreamWorks is going to love this. I think George <laughs> will love it too. And suddenly George comes out from behind him. He's in the same <laughs> that room. That was the one genuinely scary moment that actually <laughs> that got was weird. me. That, that, was, that was a jump scare that actually got me. It was just kind of like, uh, like yes, George is very interested. And it's, it's like, yes, we are. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, even and he's like right behind his shoulder. It's just like you even know. Even more amazing. Jeff only, lo- Jeff only looks mildly like phased by this, like you know, like. But I, I found it terrifying. <laughs> even more amazing is he's a Killers Two poster in the background. For now that, that I totally missed. Um, which is amazing. 
<laughs> she's a huge DreamWorks is a huge fan of Killers Two, of course. It's um, <laughs> Killers Two is originally going to be a DreamWorks film, actually, uh, but you know, <laughs> it sort of fell through. Um, yeah, so George uh, demand starts shows demanding even more violent deaths, so, like acting for oh, supernatural. Our, ki- our Killers Two, our Killers Two deal fell through. Shit, I guess we have to go with the shitty Shrek script. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> This will this will go nowhere. <laughs> um, so George demands more uh, violent deaths, more supernatural or um, deaths related to the Antichrist or Angel of Death, etc. Oh, is this where he brings up the earthquake? Uh, yeah, something like earthquake or you know apocalyptic events. So mm-hmm. he he decides to try. The budget has gone up, Jeff. It's now ten million dollars, but there needs to be more. A tsunami, an earthquake, <laughs> you know, more. <laughs> Um, so, uh, he starts writing, basically the test of his powers, he writes about, uh, there being a small earthquake in Mexico. He would do that. Fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he kind of pauses there, he goes, like, a small earthquake, and then he pauses and looks hmm. around and goes, in Mexico. <laughs> now, okay, now, so he's suspecting, it, it, he's suspecting that, like, what he's writing down is coming true. If I'm this guy, I'd be thinking... Like, he, he, he takes it so narrow-mindedly. He's just like, oh, like, bad things are happening. If I was this guy, I'd be like, oh, my God, I have a magic laptop that makes whatever I put in it come true. Okay, um, the the incredibly smart screenwriter suddenly made a million dollars. <laughs> like, that's what I'd be doing. Right, right. Well, he tries this. He never, he never tries, no, but he never tries anything oh, good. No. Yeah. He's too scared, I guess. He's kind of a boring um, man. So, in the middle of the night, he freaks out because he thinks he feels an earthquake. Uh, while sleeping in his bed, um, there's no no earthquake happened. Yeah, I, I, I no. Um, which confuses him. Dream of or something. Um, during later that day, she uh, tree then reveals she's pregnant. Um, even though I think previously <laughs> they implied that uh, she couldn't get pregnant. No, they they, they yeah. just they just said no. They they just said. Uh... No, nothing like that. They just had just talked about it, and they were like, yeah, okay, I'm open to the idea. So what's great is that he gets all weirded out by that she's pregnant, and it's like, what's wrong? You thought you wanted this. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that argument. Well, it's, be- well, it's because the, the director from 35 years ago killed his pregnant yeah. wife, right? He Yeah, he, he's worried that he's going to go the same way as the uh, as, yeah. uh, Graham. Um, he then tells his wife about his power, and she's sort of uh, ecstatic about it. Gets all excited. Honey! It's like, well, you gotta test his power on someone you really hate. Think of someone you might hate a lot. Yeah, yeah. I so then that he, was a great that's the, again, again. She she doesn't try. I mean, uh, later on we kind of find out yeah. why. So I uh, sort of, but like, but again, in that moment, I was really frustrated because I think she literally says like, "Why do you test it? Try like make something bad happen." I'm like, "No, make something good happen." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I think the I, I guess the idea is that you can only kill people, I suppose, but. <laughs> It's never established. At no point in this movie does it say that you can't make something good yeah. happen. Yeah, they just don't try. It just no one ever tries. It. Well, we'll get to that at the end of this film. Um, that's so he... the uh, that must be the moral statement that's hidden in this movie. You know, oh. well, that is the asylum for you. So. Yeah, he tests. So he tests the power on uh, Bob, the um, his agent from earlier. Bob the um, And it, yeah. so, well, this scene's super weird because uh, they show him get killed. Um, with a so uh, a painting falls off, oh, God. and he looks into like the hole, I this guess, and he gets worst. drilled. However, the weird thing is that this was, I guess, <laughs> only an illusion or like him thinking about it, because later he goes to a baseball game, and then it actually happens. 
Yeah. So they show the same yeah. scene of him getting killed twice. It, yeah, it's so far from when the from when the when he writes about it and the illusion happens to when it actually happens. What's even better is he um, um he actually misspells examine uh as mm. uh X E X A M E N. It's a really popular comic book. It's called the X M N. Yeah, he so he he dies, presumably. It's like X anime, but the anime is misspelled. <laughs> the X animaniacs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, around the point of this time, his mental state begins to really deteriorate. Um, he starts seeing things. Um, he can start getting skeptical that his wife is cheating on him. Oh, yeah. But we get this great line was, What pregnant woman don't cheat? What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's such a, that's such a stupid that's fucking so line. Stupid. <laughs> what? This movie being stupid? <laughs> There, there, there's a kind of stupid that's like just funny, and then there's all these things in this movie that are stupid and also offensive, as well as being that's stupid. You know, ones, it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like the whole mentality behind your particular brand of stupidity like shows itself through the type of way you would be stupid. You're not stupid in a charming way. You're stupid in a really uncharming, uh, repellent way that tells a lot about you. Yeah, um, he then visits the catcher um, who got splintered. He's still alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they mentioned like his like the, the it splintered like it cut off the oxygen to his yep. brain. So he's like he's he's just barely yeah. there. Like he can recognize people, but that's about he it. He thinks he works for DreamWorks now. Oh, <laughs> um, he gives her her wife uh, his her the catcher's wife a ride, ride home. Um, and so they get curses about cheating on like, he's like, Oh, maybe Graham was cheat. Uh, Graham's wife was cheating on him. So then Jeff messes up and says cheating well, on this is the second time someone said this yeah. to him. It's, it's kind of like, like, Oh, why did, why did he kill yeah. his cheating, wife? Cheating, and cheating, so cheating. then Jeff implies that she is currently cheating on the catcher, dun, um, dun, who dun, she dun. gets extremely angry at and like, get out. Dun, 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 dun. Well, he's reading. He's reading up both both these instances. Like both uh, both Jeff's wife and the catcher's wife both say like, "Oh, well, maybe like Graham's wife is cheating on <laughs> on him or something." He's like, "What? What's that supposed to be?" And we're just like, "I, I just put. I, I don't know. Like you asked for like what would be the motivation for the. I I, I just throwing it out there. I don't know." Yeah. Jeez, Jeff, calm down. <laughs> um, after this, he just starts dreaming about the deaths while the previous sort of um people in the house. Uh, thirty five years. We get like a weird like like, I guess it's supposed to be like Graham after he's like burnt. It's all like black and like it looks like a sewer monster or something, <laughs> but it's all like black with eyes. I think it's supposed to be like... Antichrist or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then we get to that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, I just, not? I'm just assuming. Um. After this happens, he he's like, I'm done with this, and he rushes the script out. Um. And, yeah. and he, he gets a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, Tree is sort of anxious about this. She's like, "Why? Why do you do that?" It's like, "No, I'm done with the script. It's over. It's finally over." And he wrote. He writes that. Um. Uh. What? Both Graham and Peg, which is uh his wife's name, um, rode off from the sunset happily ever after. And George is furious after this. 
What is this garbage, Jeff? DreamWorks is so mad at you, Jeff. DreamWorks, Jeff. Think about it, Jeff. This is the Tommy Wiseau part right here. You, you know, I, I've put in uh, some people at, at DreamWorks are very interested <laughs> in you, Jeff. I've I've really I've really gone a long way for you, Jeff. But I can't show this. No, no second-rate stuff. <laughs> <laughs> This is no Mickey Mouse stuff, okay? We do we do a real horror movie, okay? Um, Nothing but first class all the way. <laughs> so he starts getting really anxious that um he was actually adopted and he was in fact the baby of uh, the woman uh, who's killed the wife. Um, because yeah, because it was about he's I'm about thirty five years old. Yeah, and she's like, that's absurd. Um, <laughs> not all adopted people are evil. I'm adopted. <laughs> That's that was, that was so the we also social find, message. We find out Tree's adopted as well, which is yeah. She throws that out there. That was the social message. Not all um, adopted people are evil. So he's sort of we have get more a couple more series of montage. I think at this point, where just him sort of go, slowly going crazy. Um, he's yeah. walking around holding uh, sharp objects. I love that menacingly. I love that. That's what I do actually when I'm. <laughs> oh, God, this I'm is the best. This things. is the best I, part. I try to do it as much as possible. This is the best. Is that um. Trees at home alone, and her neighbor comes and says, "Hey, can I borrow your axe?" <laughs> oh my god! And yeah, Trees like, so "What are you talking about?" It's like, "Oh, I knew the I knew the owner. Uh, he used to own an I axe." The landlord. Yeah. He's got an axe in How the shed. You know that? <laughs> it's just an everyday thing. You come over to the next door. Can I borrow your axe? <laughs> and he's this big, like burly guy who's like bald. Like he's kind of like he he he, he looks he looks like a serial killer. If I'm being honest, girl, I borrow your. <laughs> oh man! Oh. Um, Not so very neighborly around here. Suddenly, uh, it gets a party thrown for him, and apparently oh, the script that. was amazing. Everyone loved it. We so love he, it. He starts, Everyone loves the script. He gets yes. Yeah. They script. They loved it. Yeah, George loved the script. He loved the new uh, revision of it. So Jeff is freaked out by this because he didn't write the script at all. He basically chucked it out. Whoa. So someone wrote the script for him, presumably. <laughs> Um, we get we're getting into this party. This territory this, now. No, this party gets great because everyone's like, "Congratulations for getting that job at DreamWorks, what? Jeff." <laughs> Can we talk about why DreamWorks for a moment? Yeah, why is DreamWorks? Why is DreamWorks one studio in Hollywood anyone talks about? It's not like you know Warner Brothers or you yeah. know the Asylum. Yeah. Oh, that would be so great if they kept like saying oh, you could God. get this done at Asylum. <laughs> Asylum has increased his budget to ten million. I would really Jeff. respect that actually. If like the whole movie, the guy's dream job was to get <laughs> job at the Asylum, making a movie for Asylum Pictures. Oh man. I mean, this is this is like two thousand four when this was made. So I guess this was like still when like there was all that hype around DreamWorks before it became before. Is this is before, I guess this is before Spielberg left. Uh, so like, I, yeah, isn't it? Or is that before? Is that I don't after? Know. This is so long ago. But maybe maybe there was still enough hype around like you know like because like obviously when DreamWorks was created there was a huge amount of hype over it so maybe this is still in that like immediate post hype period that like take a short break but you guys continue and I'll join you all right uh, Dad has to leave for a moment okay okay thanks for being on the podcast Dad for... oh yeah yeah don't yeah. don't stop the podcast just for me I'll, I'll be I'll be back shortly all, all right. right okay.
That was Dad Perry. Yeah. <laughs> I I do dishes in my spare time, actually. I do too. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So at this point, um her parents were staying at the house, see a picture of Graham, and then suddenly uh they both freak out and then we sort of get a bunch of cryptic sort of details about uh, uh, Jeff can't know about this, sweetie. The adults are in charge here, okay, Tree? The adults, you can't let Jeff know or he's going to leave you. They basically spelled out in that scene what has happened. Yeah. Um, and like, basically through the scene, they basically revealed that she, in fact, is the, 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 the daughter that survived. Well, from- Even more importantly, he then uh, calls up um, some agency or something to then ask about uh, Graham's baby, and yes. she. This is so oh. weird because uh, he's like, um, "So uh, who was he?" It's like, well, first of all, it was a she, and even more probably, she, she had a certain type of color blindness that is very rare, and only some it, people it, have it. it. It's 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 pretty common in men, but it's very rare. Why in are you women, telling me this? Had had this. Also, how would they know that? Can they? I don't know if they can measure color blindness in babies, but more importantly, I'm, why is she uh, even telling him this information? Uh, it's, it's it's an exposition. Also, dump. is George but, Satan? Okay. You know what? I I like this idea. Um, maybe that is what the asylum is going for. DreamWorks is Satan. Um, yeah, because DreamWorks is the DreamWorks is the devil's promise. DreamWorks is the the great prize that the devil will promise you if you offer him his soul. Yeah. Uh, according to this movie, um, uh, Dad Conte thought um, it was very uh, similar to Angel Heart. So the, but anyway, so this is the moment where they've revealed that the. Oh the, wait, hold on, we sh- forgot something. Okay. The best George moment. Um, during the uh phone call where he says he got he he loved the script. Uh, George oh, yes. is slowly eating a shrimp. Yes. <laughs> um. um cold. And you got like a close up of him like like putting his mouth. And he sort of crunches the tail, the crunchy tail at the end, and chews it up. Yes, Jeff. she loved. She loved this script, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, this is a confusing thing too is that um, why did the parents not know that Jeff was writing the script in the first place about Graham? Okay. A also. If th- at this point they revealed that she was the daughter that survived, and so they're like, "You're going, you're going to 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 ruin this. Like, you you can't you can't be involved in this." It's kind of like, "Okay, well, hold on. It's her story then. Like, if she's the baby that survived, then it's it's her story. It's it's literally the story of her like life. So, I think she can do whatever she wants with it." Yeah. The parents should have known this fact in the first place. Like yes, also the parents should have known about this. But their the reasoning of of, of like uh, uh, like oh no no you you can't because we're involved in this in this whole event. So you can't you you can't make a movie about this. It's like what? no, it's your story. The parents are just the people who happen to adopt the baby like afterwards. But it's her story. Yeah. Um. So Jeff eventually heads back home after getting this call. And he discovers that um, both family members have died the same way as the family members. Uh, Graham died. Graham's wife's parents died, I guess. Uh, toaster in the sink and... Uh, Axe cut to the back of the neck, I guess. Yes, yeah, some kind of slice wound to the back of the neck. Um, so... But... 
well, he then confronts uh, Tree, who's doing this this uh, sort of belly oh, she's, shake. She's, she's, she's sitting cross-legged in in the bed, and just in the bed is just sort of wobbling, like wobble wobble wobble. Doing sort of like looks like she's doing some sort of like you know and exercise. She's, and, and she's just staring dead ahead. It's just grinning. And the and the the house is shaking ever so slightly. Um, so he confronts her, uh, and uh, he uh, uses the Ru- he has this Rubik's cube throughout the whole sort of movie he's messing around with. Oh, Every time God, he's trying yes. to figure out what to write, and he gets like um like a block. It's such a fucking not a cliche too. Like. Yeah, um, so he it's like, uh, what color is this? Uh, it's a green. What color is this? Uh, orange? It's red. You are colorblind. My wife, I've no, known. Yeah. Why does he not know this already about his wife? Yeah. Also, so she's thirty-five years old, I guess. Yeah. Yes, they're they're apparently they're both thirty-five. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah, so then she just reveals that uh, she wrote the script as well and gave it, um, and she was the one causing all the deaths. Um, and this all ex- this explains some things, um, like I guess the earthquake he felt earlier was, I guess, her, because I think she's giving birth to the Antichrist, I think, so they're going for. I can't. I... <laughs> Not, nothing that. No, it's No, it's because it's... See the Antichrist is too like real. Defined. I mean, they mention they mention that, nonstop that, the Antichrist throughout this film. It, but it's but that's too like real defying. This this doesn't go anywhere beyond this one little story. No, because like my baby, the power is getting stronger every day. It's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, but the, but the Antichrist is like is like the Antichrist. I think that's what they're going for, though, right? I, I don't think so because because it doesn't build up because it doesn't go anywhere bigger than just this one little story. It's just this little like you know demon child or something. But the Antichrist is the Antichrist. It's the one that brings about the apocalypse. This is like way too small scale for them. I think it's supposed to get more bigger scale. I don't think so. I think I don't think so because we're we'll we'll get to the yeah, end yeah. and well, actually, let's let's table this until we get to the sure, end sure. and and then um, I'll, I'll yeah. So break. this pieces a bunch of stuff together. Um, uh, he deleted every time he wrote a death someone. He then actually deleted it, but um, mm-hmm. Tree was always watching him and I guess rewriting what he wrote. Also, more interesting enough is uh, Nina from the very beginning. Did she just die from being drunk, or was she even part of this? Was that just a coincidence? <sighs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so he tries to kill her with the axe, and uh, she uses her magic Satan powers uh, to throw knives. No, no, no. Actually, actually, it's not a coincidence because because Tree was jealous oh. because Tree felt threatened by Nina. I guess. Was she pregnant then at that time? I, I I mean it doesn't matter if she was pregnant. I think one implies that it's the baby doing it, yeah. She implies that. I guess. This is a very Maybe she was pregnant cryptic film, clearly. A lot of deep discussion we can have here. A deep well of <laughs> one centimeter. Um, yeah. So he tries to kill her. And yeah, she throws knives from the kitchen at him. And he Yes. So the knives and the little kitchen rag like levitate out and then go. Thwee! But they go so slowly enough that you can then grab a painting and shield him with them. Yes. 
Oh, it looks so terrible because the camera's following and going like, like, you know, like into like, you know, him. It looks so But then he gets stabbed anyway, yeah? Right? Yeah, there's like a fourth knife that like gets past the painting and stabs him. So he sort of begins to keep... And it's that like quick, like stop motion looky sort of thing where it just goes... It's like, ah! Yeah. See, he sort of falls down uh, dying with her. I think she got injured at some point as well, didn't she? He dropped the axe, and it just happens to land perfectly on her yeah, belly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Stupid. This whole final sequence is so dumb. Oh, this is where the movie it's completely so goes off the rails. Like, it had its silly moments, but this is where it just goes insane. Oh, ugh. Um, so he then dies, and then we get sort of a clip of Graham talking about how uh, movies can uh, come true if you believe hard enough or something like that. Yeah, yeah, create power, creativity, blah, And then we blah, see blah. Jeff pouring gasoline on himself and lighting himself on fire, even though he just died earlier. I forgot about so that. So he dies twice in this, in this film. And that's the end of the film. Not quite. Oh, was it something I missed? So at the end... So uh, the, 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 we cut away to a doctor oh, saying, right. um, well... It, it, it it should be impossible, but uh, the 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 fetus has survived. He's talking to a couple of like potential like adoptee parents, uh, but like uh, the baby has survived and is in uh, excellent health. And then thirty five years later, thirty five years later, and there's German ba- guy back me like like this is the case. This is the, the like this is the story. Like make the movie. And, and that's the end of the movie. And he hasn't aged at all. He hasn't aged at all. So He's Satan. He, he is definitely Satan then. He is some kind of, yes, he is some kind of, like, devil. And, uh, yeah, the, you're making the deal with him. And he's going to, he, he, DreamWorks is the prize. I don't know if DreamWorks is still around 35 years later. but Oh, you know but, it will be. But, Boss Baby 10, everybody. Let's get ready. <laughs> That's weird and too because DreamWorks, me. of course, hadn't been invented yet. But when this was supposed to have happened, but oh yeah, whatever, whatever the the no, like by the way, Dad's back. studio. I, I'm I, I heard. Telling the audience that. <laughs> Hi, audience. I did the dishes. Let's give a round of applause so, for that. Congrats. Dishes. We have a lot of ants right now. No, we no. Can't, like leave them. The ants will come. The um, so okay yeah so so this guy so I do like the premise of this like this weird German uh, uh, producer guy like just reappears every like you know thirty five years to like you know sell (laughs) some hapless screenwriter to to basically to be the devil you're gonna make the deal with him you're gonna like you know like sell your soul and each incarnation is creating this this demon child to to begin the cycle anew. I, you know, it's a shame. It's it's kind of an interesting premise, but they could they could have yeah. pursued it better by him having really out of date ideas about what would make good movies. You know, oh people yeah, people really like motorcycle movies and <laughs> hippies. Put hippies in the movie. People like Jeff, the hippies, yeah. Jeff. Jeff. Have some hippies need, being killed, hip Jeff. Jeff, you need more surfers. Make a shark film. And then, like, and then, thirty-five years later. So I guess this would be like twenty thirty-seven or something. He's like, like, where, where are like Jeff, Jeff, Jeff? There needs to be these skateboarders, Jeff. 
skateboarders. Yeah. skateboarders. The, Z, the CGI is not is lacking. Uh, uh, is you still use that is more CGI. We we have the budget now, Jeff. We yeah. can add in the CGI. Yeah, that's the film. He gets his story mixed up. Apparently, um, I don't know. Do you recommend this? <clears throat> no. no. <laughs> Uh yeah no it's it's it it, it has its it has its fun moments but like overall it's a little too like uh uh like boring and, and like disappointing but um but boy like that that guy um Udo Kier yeah. is is the name of that, of that German actor <laughs> yes. he he is a highlight of this uh of this movie and he his stuff is fun um. It's a weird movie because because kind of like King of the Ants, it's like it's not good enough to be a good indie movie, but it's definitely a lot better than most asylum films. Hey man, this film was not uh, as good as like Bloody Bill. <laughs> so I, no 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 this, no 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 this movie is vastly technically superior to Bloody <laughs> Bill. It's, Bill, but Bill, it's not Bill. quite as entertaining. It's not quite as entertaining as Bloody Bill. It's it's definitely not as entertaining as Bloody Bill, but on a technical level, on like it is vastly superior to it, that. It, it was um it was an acceptable dumb movie. You know, it was yeah. like it wasn't that different than like a TV movie you might actually see on on uh, on TV. You know, like, like the ones that were produced for by TV channels where they had fairly low production values and uh mm-hmm. circular plots and all that kind of stuff you know not the really good tv movies that they had briefly there in the in the uh, 70s oh, where there's no. some really kind of cool stuff happening but and most of those like suck yeah well, super like train. Super yeah train. <laughs> 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 i really, i mean or, uh, or or san francisco international oh, God. see that that was a really strange movie yeah yeah that it was bad but it was interestingly bad it was yeah, I mean, this was this was. I enjoyed myself actually watching it, but like, so where would you guys place this in terms of like overall asylum quality well, up to where you've gotten so far? Uh, it's so this is best. like on the on the technical level. I think this is definitely on the higher end of what we've uh, looked at uh, because it does have like actual actors. It's fairly competently shot. It doesn't have a lot of terrible editing. Like, you know, like, overall, this is a pretty competent movie, and, like, if it was just a little bit better, I'd say it'd be, like, an actually, like, decent indie film. Um, so that's the thing, it's, like, it's it's in this weird gray area where, like, it's not good enough to be a good indie film, but too good, but, like, better than your typical Asylum mm, movie, mm. I'd say. How about, how about in terms of whether you enjoyed it or whatever, where would you place it? It's, uh. like... So that's the ones we've done so far. It's like square in the middle. Yeah. I wasn't bored by it. It's definitely like way fun, more fun to watch than like the Killers movies. But we've done a couple of movies. Jane White's like, you know, bottom like, tier, uh, the bottom of the barrel. Uh, oh yeah, okay. That one was that one was the worst. That one was the most cringe-inducing. But we've done a couple of others like um, like Bloody Bill, the Surge, which is the last, last source, and this yeah says the Surge and uh, Bloody Bill are the two we've done that have been the most definitely the most entertaining so far. This is like probably number three. I, I think I I think I enjoyed this one a little more than King of the. I'd Ants. put this under King of the Ants in terms of I don't know production. It's like values. it's a close one. It's a close What's one. What's the Surge? I think, that almost sounds familiar. Oh, it's a series of that's the, teenage that's the, high, that's the one with the high school. That's the one with the high schoolers and and they get the the superpowers. 
Uh, uh, who knows? Uh, I think you might listen to that one. Oh, right. And that's why it's familiar, because I heard your podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking... Yeah, I was like, I know you listened to the episode. You told I was me thinking, about like, it. whoa, you know, like, like I've heard of that one. And it's like, oh, wait, I know why I've heard of that one. I was I was <laughs> thinking that it might be this thing about, like, uh, um, uh, some kind of electrical problem or something. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, it, it goes by two different names. There's the Surge and there's the Source. And just depending <laughs> on which version you get, it's one of those names. The Surge slash the Source. Did you hear that the uh, guy who played the uh, Sarge in, uh, in Full Metal Jacket died uh, recently, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that got, oh, that got a lot of attention. That got a lot of attention, but the best one was cast. the Marine Corps tweeting a thing about like, um, you know, like, like sort of like presenting like this would be a good model for like it's it's like oh man, hmm. <laughs> interesting, yeah. <laughs> well, that 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 guy after Full Metal Jacket, basically any time a movie needed like a sergeant or an army character, they cast that That's guy. That's right, like, probably, he did it a lot, didn't he? Pro- he probably his most famous role, like besides the Full Metal Jacket, one, was probably the Toy Soldier from Toy Story. Oh, he did that. Oh, that's great. He yeah. did that. He did that. But I mean, he did like a million other like army roles. But I mean, that might be like that's a that's a like a really like big role because like that's actually like a kids movie. Like probably way more people saw that. Oh than hell Full yeah! Metal hell yeah! Very very much so. Yeah. All right. It's good. It's good. I guess. <laughs> um yeah it's probably plug i enjoyed it don't know if i'd recommend it because we have better th- we have better slash more entertaining things to recommend but still i i enjoyed this one i i had yeah. fun well, still more my, things to my talk first about. one I, I i um i i see the i see the promise of uh of paying attention to this to this company um, we only have 200 more movies to get oh to oh my god <laughs> that you, you guys are taking on the on a, on a serious task here i like it it's only it's only us can do I, it. dedication uh I, I do want to ask dad something uh because benjamin brought it up earlier while you were gone the the meaning of having dreamworks on here is it a jab at dreamworks is it like to make like dreamworks like is is dreamworks the prize that the devil offers <laughs> you for your script is that the idea <laughs> I was a free man in Paris. Um, it's uh, I, 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 I thought it was really funny. And and about the second time they said DreamWorks, the first time I thought it was funny enough. And then when they started repeating it again and again, I was just so excited because it was so weird. You know, it was so weird to make it that one thing over and over again. It was weird that they named a real movie company. I mean, yeah. it was, and they and they said Steven. They referred to Steven Spielberg. I missed Spielberg. that, so that's even weirder. You know. Um, um, I, I wish they had brought in David Geffen and uh, and uh, what Jeffrey is it Jeffrey Gold Je- yeah 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 him too you know it's like a, just mention them as well you know um, very strange uh, very strange decision to like to like keep doing that again and again I don't know I mean there might be an interesting backstory to that you know like why why is why are they naming DreamWorks over and over again and and uh, and uh you know is is this like some kind of like calling card to like get a job at dreamworks or something or you know is this like a um is this a revenge against dreamworks is this 
because I just want to keep saying DreamWorks over and over. It's it's really mysterious. I mean, I, I don't even have a theory that like that makes any sense for why um, you would just keep saying that one company over and over again when there's all the other ones, mm. you know. Uh, George, the character... I feel, I, I'm, feeling like, I'm feeling like it's revenge against DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling like the writer or the director, like, you know, Grunge kind of like stuff. had a script rejected by DreamWorks sure. or something. It's so petty It's so petty Hollywood. Like, DreamWorks did that shit with Disney, where they tried to, like, like sneak in little, like, digs at That's Disney, right. you know, all the time. Like, Shrek is full yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, like they even like they even like the villain in Shrek is sort of modeled after Michael oh, Eisner. Yeah. Like it's 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 full of that little sh- like petty little shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? that makes sense. So I, I feel like this is just it is in the opposite direction. Uh, George's character itself, you said, was similar to Angel Heart, right? Oh well, it was the it was the the thing in Angel Heart was that um, that there's one character who's super obviously the devil, and like it's the the um, the guy who's like trying to find the answer to the question is finding out that he is the actual killer and so this guy is going to end up being the killer and then and uh, in this case killing himself um i mean i, I wouldn't go oh, wow. real far with the angel heart thing but it was like there was definitely like george is is doing major devil devil signaling you know like hello i'm the devil and, oh, you know, absolutely! Like, and that that Robert De Niro in Angel Heart is definitely doing this giant like I am the devil thing, and Mickey Rourke's character is just sort of like uh, you know too hard boiled to like catch on to the obvious that like you know all the murders he's going to investigate are murders he caused himself when he wasn't lo- you know paying attention you know when he was in an <laughs> altered state or something so. Um, yeah, Angel Heart's a weird movie. Kind of an interesting movie. Uh, I, I, it was very scary to see for the first time. There's a lot of ludicrous stuff in it, but it's also genuinely frightening in in parts, you know, and and absolutely psychedelic in certain sections. Just really weird shit happens in that movie. But um, but yeah, I mean, it ends up, you know, it's like, oh, he's really the devil, you know. And the funny thing is, is it's based on a novel that was like even more obvious about it than that. And it was like, I can't even imagine reading that as a book, you know, and like, and like, oh and like God. sitting there going like, gee, I wonder if this guy will turn out to gee. be the devil. <laughs> you know? I'll, I'll tell you why. His name is Lewis Cipher. Oh, Oh wow, oh, wow. we could ever yeah. possibly figure that out. And then out. of course they make a joke on that themselves by like the guy at the end going, Lewis Cipher, even your name is a joke, you know. And it's just like, you know, there is no See, devil, see we're clever. <laughs> see, we're clever. Um before we close this out, can I ask an important oh, question? Why is it called evil eyes? Because oh, he's constantly question. giving the evil eye to everyone. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> No, but but seriously, like, where did that name come from? They should have. Well, I'll bet. I'll bet you they they had. Uh, they were all lined up to have a pop song called "Evil Eyes" that was going to be like you know a big hit, and they were going to name the movie and play the pop song, and then the deal fell through. But they kept the title. That's my idea. Mm. You baby with your evil eyes, evil eyes, <laughs> evil eyes, evil eyes. You know, it, uh, I'm just thinking of all the terrible songs that were in Bloody Bill and just trying to imagine one of those with evil <laughs> Evil, evil eyes. I, there actually, I think there is a song called Evil Eyes. Yes. 
There is. I'm gonna have it in the podcast. Oh, good. Oh, you sweet. know, you Excellent. know the song actually too. You've definitely heard the song. Yeah, before. yeah. I don't know why I can't think of it. Um, yeah. Uh, Those hungry eyes. I can only imagine. Jeff is constantly giving <laughs> the evil eye to people all the time, though. Throughout this whole film, he's constantly glaring at people. See, he's not expressive enough to pull yeah. that off. He's glaring at people a lot, though, in this film. He look. He just looks. He, he he just looks like bored. <laughs> he just looks kind of. He just looks. Kind of, he has a weird little smirk yeah. on him, like a, once in a while. He's just. He, he's too. He's a really repellent person to have to look at for a long time. I I didn't like watching yeah. him at all. I, I I really I really didn't care what happened to him at all, and I didn't believe anything that was happening to him at all in, emotionally, in the sense of like, oh, now I'm having a reaction. Here I am having a reaction. I'm jealous, you know. It's like, I mean, it doesn't help that he's like incredibly stupid and thick yeah. and incredibly yeah, terrified. Yeah. That like he can't be like, like I say, he can't be like, oh, I have a magic laptop that makes whatever I put into it come true. Uh, I'll just keep writing the yeah. script where a family gets murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 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 um and also like the um the actress playing his wife was suitably repellent for like what her part was, but she was really irritating whether she was like nice tree or evil tree, evil tree. That's what they should have called it. Evil tree. That's too obvious. No, that'd be too obvious there. No, it would be interesting because you'd still be puzzling like, well, she doesn't seem evil. Or no, no, no! Better, better, better! I got it. Root of Root evil. Of evil. <laughs> Whoa, that's great. See, like that. People, people have been like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> that's damn good. This is what happens when you're a tree hugger. Oh, <laughs> damn you, Jeff! <laughs> Jeff, the my name's hugger. Jeff. <laughs> Uh, Nina, I hear a mountain lion coming. <laughs> um, all right. You can uh, call it the man who wrote things that made them cause to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long title, but you know, the man who kind of sorta knew too much. <laughs> Is he Devil Baby? <laughs> It's a grammatically incorrect title. The, the title should not be grammatically correct no matter what. No matter what <laughs> is, is devil baby? Question mark. That so good. I would, that would, that would, see, this movie would be famous if they just called it Is Devil Baby. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say which one is Devil Baby, but just is Devil Baby. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> is Devil Baby a suspenseful, is suspenseful thriller? <laughs> Is surprising plot twist? <laughs> <laughs> the preview writes itself. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is his script. Well, you cut those in with him talking and then go, is. 
<laughs> is man devil? <laughs> is woman devil? Is woman devil? Is first what? sin? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> is devil baby in theaters? Is DreamWorks devil? That's right. That's right. Uh, is DreamWorks devil baby? Uh, is premiering April twenty eight uh, in local theaters. <laughs> DreamWorks new film Devil Baby, of course. See what a boss baby is in theater. <laughs> is in theater. Is straight to video. <laughs> two 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 DVD coming. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, more blood. Oh, That's man. the end of the preview. Beautiful. Oh. All right, uh, I'm gonna plug uh, the email one more time. Uh, which is enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com. Uh, it sounds like you said enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, no spaces. That's not part of the no email. See you right. Enter the <laughs> asylum enter the, enter the asylum podcast. All this one thing. Type that all together very quickly. Don't put any spaces between. All right. Actually, you can type it as slow as you want. So, our next episode oh. will be um, about alien abduction. We're getting very close now to uh, War of the Worlds, which is the uh, sort of the end of this arc of the asylum. You guys are nice to. Alien you guys are very nice to have me on. I, I really. Hey, like thanks it. for being on. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Thank I'll you. I'll do it again if you if you want me. It was fun. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Uh, want to say goodbye? Goodbye. All right. See Bye-bye. you guys. Bye-bye.